0: Hey, are you finding yourself completely stressing out all the time over your business and feeling like you're just needing a way to recharge, reconnect with God and just recenter yourself so that you can show up for your family, for your business and for yourself. I'm going to share with you a tip that I do, something that really, really helps me that allows me to do all of those things. And it only takes about five minutes. So you're definitely going to want to hear this. And I can't wait to share it with you. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business, and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey, this is Alexia Carrillo. Welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. You're listening, you're ready for some encouragement. And the thing I wanted to talk to you about today is this need to calm down, de-stress, recharge, etc. Because if you're like me, life as a mom, especially as a mom entrepreneur, that lovely combination can feel so chaotic. You know, you have these feelings come up where you're feeling anxious, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you're constantly busy, right? We're busy all the time. We have so many things to do and being a mom has a lot of things with it, right? You have all the things for your kids, for your home, as a spouse, you have things at your job, if you've still got your job, your nine to five, you got all the things you need to take care of and worry about there. And then if you have a business on the side, right? If you've already started that business or even if you're working on your business full-time, There are a million things to do when you're trying to be an entrepreneur. And so combining being an entrepreneur with being a mom can be extremely rewarding, but it can also be very draining. I really wanted to talk about this because this is something that has affected me all along my journey in my entire life, really. Through college, through, I mean, since I was a little girl, actually, now that I think about it, um, I've always been extremely busy, very productive in this mindset that productivity, busyness, I shouldn't even say productivity, just busyness means that I'm doing something important. And if I truly cared about something, then I'm gonna be working hard at it. And of course, there's a whole bunch of mindset stuff behind that and reasons I don't need to get into here. But you know, it has a lot to do with what we're taught as kids, right? That somewhere along the line, I felt like my productivity and busyness was going to equal value. And so regardless of why I have those feelings, and why you may have those feelings, it can be draining. Like, you know, in a lot of ways, being productive, being busy is very thrilling and exhilarating for me. You know, if you're, if you're like me, It's actually hard for me to stop working. It's hard for me to take a break. I know I really developed that in grad school for sure. When I was in grad school, you know, I was getting my PhD in cancer biology at a very well-known university and it was basically expected that you are going to be working nights. You're going to be working weekends. I remember the first time my PI, she said... (laughs) I'm going to be in here Saturday to pick up some papers. I'll see you guys then. And I was like, what? Like it was an ex, like it wasn't even like, will you be here? It was, I will see you here. Holidays. It was expected that I show up. It was very much a test of your character, a test of your devotion. Do you really want this? Because if you're not serious about it, then why are you even here? Over those six years of being in grad school, I learned, I trained myself, really, to be there, right, to to show my face, to work hard. It's been something that I've struggled with the whole time, especially kind of letting go of that hustle mindset from grad school. And When I went into my postdoc, it was even stronger, but I knew at that point after grad school that I was tired of it, right? Like sort of seeking that refuge in not being told what to do all the time. And I went into teaching and in that realm, I remember thinking, wow, I'm only working 40 hours a week. This is amazing. But it was still very much something that I had to work on because I would come home at night and feel sort of unsettled. That I wasn't working on something. How could I be at home at night and not have something to work on? It was, it's very much been a journey for me, realizing that my productivity equals, is me thinking that it means I'm, I'm worth it, or like I really care about the job. So as you can imagine, if you struggle with the same thing, if you have worked your way through your career and through, or through your education and into your career, I can imagine that many of you probably struggle with this same drive that you want to work hard because you care about this. You care about doing everything well, right? You want to be a good mom. You want to take care of your house. You want to get your family out of debt or you want to manage your money well. You want to make more money for your family. You want to make an impact in this world. You want to have this amazing business and you want to do all these things. But at the same time, you don't know how to slow down. (laughs) Let's just be honest here for a second. It's not an easy thing to stop and give yourself that permission to just take a break. And I noticed myself getting all overwhelmed and anxious about a program I'm working on this week. And as I was working through some of the homework for that, I found myself getting anxious. And I realized for me, one of the things that I do, and I have done this for years, and I wanted to share this with you, because it always works. And that is, going outside. And I know that just sounds so simple. But I don't mean just like stepping outside and then come back inside. And I don't mean just getting a breath of fresh air. I do it a little bit different. And I think the way that I approach this is really what makes it work for me. And so I wanted to share that with you. So when I step outside, the thing that I do is that I really step outside and notice everything around me. I take a deep breath in, I'm feeling the sunshine on my face, on my skin. I'm looking at the clouds. Like I look up and realize that this world is huge. (laughs) And, you know, you see the clouds floating by and you pay attention to the noises that you hear, the birds chirping, the little squirrel climbing the tree, you know, notice the little butterfly landing on a flower, like whatever it is, just being still outside It's not necessarily about like going for a walk or going for a run. I mean, you can do that too. It's just this connection piece that you have this peace that you feel when you calm down and take a second to step outside. So you're probably thinking that you don't have time to do something like this. This sounds ridiculous. Is it really even worth it, right? You're so busy and I understand. I totally get it. So I thought you might say that. So here are some reasons why this really, really is worth it incorporating into your life. So number one, we have just the benefit of the sun itself, right? So the sun actually, as you probably know, but I'll just reinforce this for you, feeling the sun on your skin. And this has to be outside. It can't just be sitting in a window. Um, The sun actually lets your body make vitamin D3, which is literally helping your body with so many different processes. And also, the sun causes an increase in serotonin in your brain, which can boost your mood and help you feel calm and focused. So I literally, especially when it's sunny, I feel this pull to just go stand outside in the sun for just five minutes. Um, When I was looking that up, it was saying even five to 15 minutes, two or three times a week can really let you benefit from the vitamin D3 effects. But I can attest to the fact that if I go outside when I'm anxious or overwhelmed and I just choose to pause, close my eyes, take a deep breath and just feel the sun warming my skin, it's like it's just completely amazing. The feeling that comes over me, the anxiety is just gone. And the second thing is that it allows you to connect with God. So this was really interesting, because this morning, during my morning devotional, I was reading through Jeremiah. And this is in Jeremiah 5, 22 through 25. And I want to read you these verses really quick. And just listen to what God says To the Israelites. Have you no respect for me? Why don't you tremble in my presence? I, the Lord, define the ocean's sandy shoreline as an everlasting boundary that the waters cannot cross. The waves may toss and roar, but they can never pass the boundaries I set. But my people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned away and abandoned me. They do not say from the heart, Let us live in awe of the Lord our God, for he gives us rain each spring and fall, assuring us of a harvest when the time is right. Your wickedness has deprived you of these wonderful blessings. Your sin has robbed you of all these good things. Now, when I read this, I mean, he's, he's talking about something different. But when I read this, I thought to myself, like, wow, it says right there in the Bible that you have it right there in front of you. The world is right in front of you, connecting with nature, realizing God's amazing power and beauty and his creativity and his love in the way he's made the world around you. That's why I said it's so important to step outside and notice. Just notice how he has literally created everything, how the flowers bloom, how the clouds are so beautiful and and float away in the sky, how trees are towering over you and noticing how it all works together and realizing God's amazing power. And also the thing that I hope that you'll take from that is that you can be comforted in knowing that that same God who created all of that loves you. And he has your problem, right? He is bigger than any problem you're bringing to the table. Anything that is feeling overwhelming, crazy, etc. You know, it's feeling out of control. He has put control in this world. He has calmed the seas. He can create the storms and take away the storms. So sort of realizing all of that power in nature brings me a lot of comfort. And so those are two examples of why going outside, taking a minute, reconnecting with God through nature. So this is so important for us to realize that you can have access to God, to reconnecting with him, calming down by simply stepping outside. Like he gave us the earth. He gave that sunlight to give that effect on our body. That is not an accident, right? And I think we get so busy and so caught up in all the things we have to do that we're saying to ourselves, like, I don't have time to go stand outside and I don't have like, this is silly, right? There's so many other things that are more important, but I want to encourage you to just give this a try. So even though I had sort of found this technique again, where I started going outside At first, I definitely used it as a way to just feel like I was in such a happy place, um, being able to work from home and being outside. And then over time, I started to let the pressure of working from home really get to me and feel like I had no time whatsoever. So what happens when you feel like you have no time? You start cutting out things like going outside for fun. Um, I would take my son outside, of course, but I started putting him in a two or three day, I guess it was three day a week daycare. And by doing that, all of that time that I was spending with him outside, I actually just started staying inside the whole time. And then as fall approached and into winter, I didn't go outside as much or I was actually going outside, but I would stay under... um, under like our porch covering. And I kept trying to work, even though he was playing outside. So, you know, it's like I was being out there, but not giving myself the mental, just a mental, just a minute, right, to just calm down and reconnect. And that's when things really started to feel like I was always in a state of stress and anxiety, because I took away that core part of calming down, reconnecting with God and just taking a breather for a few minutes. When I started going back to church, I started to make this connection with nature and God and started to realize there's a reason I do this. Because when I first started working from home, I remember it felt so amazing to just, it was like an excuse to sit outside with my son, like, I felt like I was being a good mom, and getting to be back outside. But one of the first things I posted after working from home, and it was like a Tuesday in the afternoon, you know, it's June. And I remember, my brain was like, what is happening? And I remember sitting there, laying in the grass, I hadn't laid in the grass. In forever, And that might sound silly to some of you, but I grew up in the country in East Tennessee, in the mountains, and being in the grass, like my feet in the grass, just laying there, letting the sun wash over me was something I had not done in years. And I had forgotten how much I needed that and how much I missed that. And so I started to when I would take my son outside to play, it became an exciting thing. Like, yes, he's going to go outside and play. He's He was only like two a little over two. And he would just like dig in the dirt, make a mess, whatever. And I would just sit there and just sort of soak in the sun. And it was like the best thing ever. And I just remember feeling like this calm and peace wash over me. And I started to notice that connection. And when I would get overwhelmed and stressed with my business and feeling like I didn't have time to do anything, I started to add that into my day. I'd be like, you know what? I need to go outside for a minute. So when I started to really incorporate going outside as part of my daily routine, like now, um, probably in the past, probably since this spring, I have started making going outside literally part of my self-care routine. I've made it part of my business. I tell myself, because this is true, if I do not go outside for a few minutes, just in the morning, in the sunshine, if I don't do that, I am literally not as on point. I'm not as motivated. I'm not as productive. And I just take those few minutes to connect with God to ground myself. And so I started adding that back in. And when I do that, I have such a better outcome. My business is more functional, I'm happier, I feel more connected with God. It just it's just a thing that I highly suggest that you incorporate because I know the effect it's had for me. And I wanted to share that with you so that if you're feeling that way, if you're resonating with any of this right now, that you can have this tool. And you can also value that as something that you should do, you need to do to be the best version of yourself, to be able to show up for your business and your family and to be able to reconnect with God so that you can keep on pursuing your calling. So I figured that you're probably going to have a couple of roadblocks and I wanted to talk about those for a second to help you overcome those thoughts so that you can take action on doing this. So I figured you're probably thinking it'll take too long. Like I don't have time to do this. But like I said, it can it only needs to be a few minutes, you know, five to 10 minutes, um, a few times a week is really all it takes. And you can definitely benefit from that. The second thing that might you might feel like is a hurdle for you is I don't have any nature around me, right? You're thinking I don't I don't live in the country, I live in the city, where am I even gonna do this kind of thing. And really just being outside and looking around. It doesn't matter if you are looking at a potted plant, you know, looking at that plant and looking for places in your world that God is showing up. That kind of reconnection and realizing that God's in control and this world is amazing is what what you're looking for here. So even if you look over at a potted flower, notice its beauty or notice all it needs. Everything it needs is right there in that little pot or notice like get really close to it and notice like Is there a little a little bug on there or a little spider or something or, you know, just kind of paying attention or maybe looking up and seeing if there are birds like, you know, a bird on a building or a squirrel running up a little tree or something around you that you can notice. I remember when I was in grad school, I would do this. I would go outside and I would try to find this reprieve and just calm down by sitting in nature because I worked in a lab that was in the building, with, we had no windows. And so to kind of escape, I found there was like this back door way out of the building. So I would just kind of go out there and just sit. And that's all it, I really needed was that sun. Um, you know, sure, I was sitting in a, you know, on a concrete slab, but I would notice the trees and the fruit, not the fruit they were growing, but the, um, like the berries that they had on them. And just kind of taking that time to just just notice that's what you're going for here. And the third thing is I've got kids, I can't I don't have time to go outside. And even though sure, it's really, really good to go outside by yourself. One, I would say, surely you could find someone to watch the kids for a few minutes. Or This might sound like a bad parenting move, but (laughs) I will just step outside for a few minutes before my son realizes I'm outside and just stand right outside the door and just look around and then, you know, he'll come flying out there. What are you doing? So just kind of taking those few minutes, I can steal away to myself. But even if you can't get by yourself to go outside, having kids go with you is is still wonderful, right? Because... One of the things I found is that when I take my son outside with me, which is a lot, one of my favorite things to do is show him all the wonders of the world. So letting him explore, getting him to slow down, look around, like, what do you see? What kind of bugs do you see? Or birds do you see? Or what do you hear? What could that be? It's amazing what you will notice when you're showing your kids nature, and it will cause you to slow down and look for more things. And it's a great way for you to share that with your kids, right? To show them God's wonder and teach them that skill. And then the last one that I was thinking about as we head into fall here in the US, that you might say, well, there's no sun. Like it's not sunny. The weather's not great. I can't go outside. I want to encourage you to enjoy whatever season you're in. It's always amazing how God shows himself like all the time. No matter what the season, no matter what's going on, there is something to be amazed at. So like I said, we're heading into fall. You could notice the beautiful fall colors or how amazing it is that trees even do that in the first place. Noticing the beauty, but also it's really neat how, how they change their colors and then the leaves drop. Like think about why they do that and that it even happens in the first place. Or even if it's the middle of winter where you are, you know, you can benefit from that small amount of sun. First of all, it might be cold, but you can still benefit from the sun. And notice what animals are out and about. Notice their resilience, like they're in the cold. It's freezing. I know in the winter, I see a lot of cardinals here where I am. And I just always think how interesting life must be outside. And it also helps me realize how good I have it, right? When it's cold outside, I can step back in into the shelter of my own home. I have a coat I can put on and I can also take off. I'm not having to go around looking for food in the in the dead winter, right? We have grocery stores and it just helps me be really grateful for what I do have in those moments. And another thing about winter is if you see the snow and ice, snow and ice can be so pretty, but it's also this force of nature, right? No matter what season, there's different forces of nature. If it's raining, If it's windy, if it's snowing, any of that, these forces of nature can just remind us of God's power and how He is totally in control. So I hope you can see how reconnecting with nature can, reconnecting with God through going out in nature is so helpful. I really want to encourage you to try this. Try to do this two or three times this week. Just step outside five minutes each time, and just breathe look around notice pay attention you're not in a hurry to be anywhere you don't have anything to do just like your sole purpose is to think about what is god like look around and ask yourself what it says about god with what you see you see these amazing things around you in nature what does that show you about god so when you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed or anxious, or stressed out, just step outside for five minutes and try to say a little prayer or like just an acknowledgement that you're connecting with God and acknowledging how amazing he is, that he's there, and that he's got you, right? This whole entire world is functioning, regardless of whatever's on your heart, whatever big thing is worrying you, and God can handle all of it. So let me know how it feels for you if you take a chance to do that. And I'd love to know if this actually makes a difference for you. I really think it will because like I said, I've been doing this for my entire life, not really realizing it until I was in our, you know, like 18 in college. Um, and then I really realized that I would use this as a technique to calm down, to breathe, to reconnect. So I want to encourage you as you're pursuing your calling, as you're working through all these things, and with COVID, right, everything is stressful. Everything is chaotic and feels like we are just depleted of all of our motivation. And it's hard So just taking the time to do this is gonna make a world of difference. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.